Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. preaching that all of a sudden Steph Curry from half court whoosh and for the first time in the whole game the Warriors are now in the lead in basketball on ESPN the commentators will say this is the Toyota turning point of the game y'all don't know about that I'm sorry they call it the Toyota turning point The turning point is when somebody performs an act that shifts the momentum of the whole game. God told me tonight is your turning point. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. God said tonight is your turning point. He told me to tell you. Things are about to turn not on you, but for you. Things are about to change not on you. For you. Anybody ready for a turnaround? Today is the day. Today marks the day. It's the turn. High five the neighbor says it's the turning point. It's the turning point. It's the beginning of the second half of the year. It's the turning point. It's the pivot. It's a pivotal moment. It's a pivotal moment. Your turnaround is here. Your turnaround is here. 
God says you're getting new momentum. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Remember not the first six months. Neither consider what 2019 has been so far. Behold. I do a new thing. And the turnaround starts tonight. Look at your name and say, my turn starts tonight. Look at somebody else and say, it's my turn now. It's my turn now. He's going to turn it in my favor. He's going to turn it for his glory. You're not excited yet. What else do you need to hear? What else do you need to say? God! Ah! Today is the beginning of a new turn, of a fresh wind, of new momentum. starts now the turn begins now the turn begins now the turn begins now the turn begins now God is going to do something in your life that's going to shift the momentum of your faith of your passion of your strength God is going to do something inside of you that you're not going to need outside help to have passion You're not going to need outside energy to inspire you. He's going to ignite you from the inside. And everybody connected to you is about to catch fire. Look at your neighbor and say, don't sit too close. You might just catch fire. You might, 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 might. Ah, From the inside. I'm screaming a lot tonight, so go ahead and put your earplugs in. I'm yelling a lot tonight, so go ahead and put your earplugs in. Because this is a night to shout. This is a night to get loud. It's the first Wednesday of the second half of the year. How are you going to handle this opportunity? First things first. This whole week, you can sit down. I'm almost done. How? How? I feel something new in here tonight. Reach for something new. Reach for something new. Hey, listen, if you gotta change your seat, not because somebody is toxic, but just because it's familiar. Y'all always sit at the movies. Y'all always, don't sit where you sit on Sundays. We need to reach for something new tonight. See me walking around, I'm searching for something new. I know what my notes say, but I'm like, what, God, what? What, God, what? That's how you should, that, oh, God. That's how you need to be every day. What, God, what? I know my schedule. I know my itinerary. I know what I plan to do. But what, what, what? I acknowledge you in all my ways, and you direct my, what, God, what? What do you want to do in this place? What do you want to do in this house? What do you want to do in our hearts? What do you want to do in our families? What do you want to do amongst the youth? What do you want to do in our marriages? What do you want to do, God? She said, have your way. 
Somebody say, Lord, have your way. Ha, ha, ha. I feel new tonight. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm warning you. I will be acting new all night. So don't call me phony. Don't call me funny. I'm acting new all night. <laughs> let's go. So, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I like that. That's right. I see y'all hang around and praise her. Get, get next to somebody that can't even keep themselves together. You need to sit next to somebody that's sitting like this. I'm trying to listen, but this joy that I have, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention, but I'm... God is here. I said, God is here. So, I said, God is here. I said, God is here. And if you're not spiritual, I'll come get you in a minute. I'll explain everything that's going on in a minute. But those that are spiritual, tap in right now. Jump in right now. Go to praise the devil. Everybody that got a relationship with God to praise, thank, honor, and worship Him. Yeah! I can't live without you. I can't move without you. I can't breathe without you. I can't be without you. I need you. All right. It's a man in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I hear the reachers. I hear you reaching. Woo. This is not the noise of people who feel like it. This is the noise of people who know God. And they know sometimes you got to praise them when you don't feel like it. All right. Let me go. Real quick, the night. Woo! I feel Woo! God is doing a new thing in here. He's sweeping through the room. I said he's sweeping through the room. Open up our hearts, Lord, to recognize you, to receive you. Open up our minds, Lord. Give us a revelation of you in this space. Overwhelm us with your presence. Let your glory and presence be undeniable. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your mercy. And we surrender to you now in the name of Jesus. There was a man in the Bible who was going from, I believe, Jericho to Jerusalem. Or Jerusalem, no, Jericho to Jerusalem, I believe. And he fell among thieves, the Bible says. He fell among thieves. He fell among, another version says, bandits. He fell among robbers. He was going down a narrow path, and, he, and thieves robbed him. Mm. They beat him down, stole his money, took everything he had. And it's not enough just to get robbed, but to get beat, 
to be violently treated for no crime is unjust. He got beat down. Again, it's bad enough just to take everything I have, but on top of that, the Bible says they left him half dead. Ooh, that's, my that's one of my favorite scriptures. They left him half dead. The enemy is so slow. He's so stupid. And I want to talk about him like this because it's Wednesday. If it's Sunday, I'll be a little more polished. The enemy is so stupid that he never finishes the job. The last thing you went through felt like it killed you. <laughs> but it did not because you're here tonight. The last storm you went through felt like it was over. But it only left you half dead. But look at your neighbor and say, there's another half. And I don't care how the half of this year started. God is showing up to address the second half. I said, God, oh, oh, oh. God. I said, God is coming through to address your second half. Look at your neighbor real quick and just say, it ain't over. Tell him it's far from over. There's a turning point. You left half dead, but God's going to turn it. Your friends betrayed you, but God's going to turn it. You have now entered into the season of the turning point. <laughs> Things are beginning to turn. And what the enemy meant for evil. Y'all just go with me tonight. We in there already. I said what the enemy meant for evil. God's going to turn it around for your good. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to be all good. It's going to be all good. He's turning it for your good. He's turning it. All right. He said, even in the Bible, these people hired a false prophet named Balaam. Let's go to the first scripture. And he cursed the people. But the Lord, this prophet, cursed the people. But the Lord, your God, refused to listen to Balaam. He turned the intended curse. Y'all not with me yet. It's not a lesson, it's a word. Okay, so I'm not even going to break these down really, really. He turned the curse into a blessing because he loves you. People have spoken curses over your life. You'll never be nothing. That's all that is for you. But God ain't listening to them. He said, the Lord refused to listen to your haters. He refused to listen to, okay. He turned the intended curse. They intended to curse you with their words. They intended to curse you with their judgments. They intended to stop you. They thought you never lift your head again. They thought you would never have strength to continue again. But aren't you glad God doesn't listen to haters? I need two more people to get with me right there. Aren't you glad God doesn't listen to your haters? There's a turning point. He turned it. God is into turning things. 20 minutes. God is into turning things. That's what he told me. God is into turning things because he's infinite. Yeah. 
God love you, God love you, God love you. There's always another side when it comes to God. He doesn't run out of options. He doesn't run, he doesn't run out. We see two sides to every story. He sees infinite sides. Your situation can end up a billion different ways when you serve God. He's infinite. It's impossible to be either or when it comes to God. You think either I'm going to get the job or I'm going to quit. That's your two options. But you serve a God that can turn that thing anyway. Y'all not with me today. He can turn. That's why he says, oh God, never mind. Exceeding. That's why he says exceeding. Abundantly. Above all. You can ask or think. God got so many turns. And he got another turn for you. That's why your mistakes can't stop God. He'll just turn. He'll just view you another way. Y'all missed it over here. Let me go over here. That's why your sins don't stop God from blessing you. He'll just turn and view you another way. (laughs) All right. God is infinite. That's why he loves turning things. Because in any, go ahead and run. Take your time. I'm with you. It's a running night. Give me a high five on the way to your seat. Thank you very much. <laughs> he can turn anything. He's infinite. He's boundless. He has no end. He has no beginning. He can always flip it. I thought y'all would rejoice with a little more space in here tonight. Say your name. He can always flip it. The woman with the issue of blood, she went, she exhausted all of her options. I'm just taking laps, that's all, y'all. I'm just walking around. She, she ran out of options. God didn't. (laughs) So when you come to your end, you go to God's turn. It's not a wall, it's a revolving door. And God says, go ahead and walk through it. And as you turn, you'll come out on the other side with victory. Never mind. Y'all not with me yet. Okay, okay. Turning point. The woman caught in the act. The woman caught in the act thought it was the end for her. But it was a turn for her. (laughs) When we think it's over, God never runs out of turns. Y'all not here yet? It's okay. He he healed blind men. Men were blind since birth. They were born hopeless. It's over. But they entered into a turning point. And he spit on their eyes. And he put mud on their eyes. And he told them to go wash. And their blindness turned to sight. Paralyzed men. They brought him through the roof. That was their last option. When you run out of options, it's God's turn. Look at your neighbor and say, now it's God's turn. I'm glad you're at the end of your rope. I'm glad you feel devastated. I'm glad you ran out of options because now it's, it's my turn. And when you see my, gl- never mind, I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> the man with the withered hand. So many turns. It's the end for some, but it's God's turn. Like we started as we go, the 10 lepers. It was their turn. They thought it was over. They were in a community of hopeless lepers until their turn came. One more time, tell somebody your turn is on the way. 
I know y'all looking for a lesson. It's not a lesson, it's a word tonight. I'm not breaking none of these words down. We're just going in right now. Your turn is coming. I said, your turn is coming. Matter of fact, it started tonight. He told me to announce the turning point. So I'm going to just keep saying, turn, 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 until you go home spinning, till you go to work spinning, till you go da, 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 at the cookout tomorrow spinning. which is why he never runs out of turns he's Elohim he's the power that can bring something out of nothing Elohim that's the power to bring something out of nothing so when you're left and you're down to nothing that's his canvas that he begins on y'all not with me yet okay 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 let me keep going he can bring something out of nothing. He looked at nothing in Genesis and said, let there, let there be light. He can look at your situation and say, let there be finances. He can, y'all quiet, I'm trying to help you. Let there be healing. Let there be restoration. You see nothing but darkness, but he's an infinite God that can give you another turn. I hope the visitors come back. 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 This, yeah, somebody say, let there be. Now, whatever you need, just say it. Restoration, healing, finances, relationship, business, whatever it is, peace, joy. Let there be. If you cannot speak over your own life do not put the pressure on any preacher Christian y'all sitting up in here with with ignored instructions never mind I'm not I'm not I'm not uh I'm not like that I'm just saying yo it's to your advantage let there be and then just say whatever you I don't know what you need you you might say let there be cornflakes I don't know what's in your house But if you don't learn how to speak things in your own life, you'll always be without. And you'll be mad at everybody that don't supply your uncommunicated needs. You got so many needs and you ain't saying nothing and you frustrated with everybody for not supplying it. I ain't Will Smith. I ain't no genie. Say no Aladdin. Say something. Would you drown or would you be like, yo, save me? Some of us are drowning silently. Say something. Say something. Say something. Hallelujah. You ain't got to scream like me. You ain't got to run around the church. Come on, we've been through that. Y'all know that. But say something. Death and life is in the power of your pastor's tongue. He can bring something out of nothing. This is what makes hopelessness inactive. This is why it's impossible for a believer to be hopeless. Because God never runs out of turns. I'm trying not to run. How 
could you be hopeless if God can flip it? I don't care if you're going to cuddle up in your jacket on the corner tonight. I don't care if you're homeless. That don't mean you're hopeless. Because God can turn your jacket pillow into a, uh uh-oh. (laughs) Never mind. And y'all act like he never turned nothing before before in your life. I'm not going to start nothing, but just look at your neighbor one more time and just say, he turned it before, so I know. (laughs) Y'all served (laughs) it. You can turn it. You can turn it. You can turn it. He was left half dead. Left half dead. This is why we went into counterculture. This is why we went into counterculture because we're now coming to the turning point. We're now coming to the point where God is about to make some turns in your life. Counterculture, the call of holiness, the clarion, the clarion call of holiness. Counterculture was a series of holiness to make sure we're all in the same lane. We talked earlier in the counterculture series about uh, not being parallel to God's way. I I understand yoga and meditation and all that. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. It just helps you center yourself. Great. Great. That's parallel. If it's not glorifying Jesus Christ. God tells us to meditate on his word. Uh Uh-oh. Or whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever. That's what he tells us to meditate on. So time out for parallel practices because one lane is about to. One lane is about to turn. (laughs) And you don't want to continue down a road that God has turned off of. Somebody say it's the turning point. Y'all look sad. Do Do I need to say something better? What's wrong? Y'all look just defeated and just sad and just wish you didn't come tonight. Where is the joy of the Lord amongst the believers? Why don't we smile? Why don't we rejoice? Why are we happy? That's why people don't like coming to church. It's more smiles at the club with drunk and high people. And they share their drinks and smokes and everything. Would, some, would somebody who don't know God want to come to church and sit by you? Would you give them a good first church experience? I don't want to sit next to half, half the people I see. I'm just playing. I'm sorry. I'm just talking. That's why people don't come to church. The pastor beats them down. I'm not trying to beat you down. I'm sorry. I'm just overly excited, I guess. So counterculture, I'm sorry. I'm not beating you down. I'm too hyped. Let me calm down. Let me meet y'all where y'all at. Don't tell me not to calm down and y'all can chill in these seats like I'm doing a show. Why I gotta why I gotta stay up and y'all can chill. Nah, let's be even. Counterculture, I'm just playing with y'all, man. I'm trying to find where y'all at. Counterculture was a call of holiness. Bring it in. Get in the same lane. I don't care if you're all the way back in the carpool. As long as you're in the lane, you won't miss the turn. If you're in the right lane, you won't miss the turn. Look at your neighbor and say, don't miss the turn. <laughs> I need y'all to help me tonight. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> the turn is always, watch this. Turn, 
the, the biblical word for turn is repent. All right? The biblical word, 10 minutes, 40 seconds. Can I do it? Yeah. I love y'all. The biblical word for turn is to repent. Repent means to turn or change your thinking. Ch change from your thinking. Repent, I say it all the time, repent does not mean apologize. Apologies could be in repentance, but I'm sorry, that don't mean you turned from how you think about it. Ooh, y'all not... You learn this from five-year-old kids. Say, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Apology don't mean I changed my thinking. So we got a bunch of Christians that say, I'm sorry, God, and we think we repented. But you, if you really, really repent, you ain't got to say. You ain't got to say sorry. Your walk will say, I'm sorry. Your talk will say, I'm different. Look at, oh, look at somebody say, live your sorry. Live your True repentance is changing what you think. And not just what you think, y'all. Check it. How you think. Changing how you think. You literally have to replace your mind with his. To view something so, so pleasurable as sin, to view that as wrong and bad, you can't use your mind. Who would stop sin? It feels great. And I don't mean just sexual stuff. It, Having an attitude all the time, huh? Why? It just feels good to just be the, ugh. Don't play with her. You know she don't play like that. And, and it just feels good to be the pop-off. So why would you change that unless you have his view of it? Repentance means I now have God's view of what pleases me or what pleased me. Ooh. Repentance is putting on God's view. Wow, that's a turn. That's a turn. So you always, when it comes to this turn that we're talking about, always turn from and to. Are y'all with me? Turn, don't just turn from. The church stops right there. Religion stops right there. Things I used to do. I you still cussing, smoking, sleeping around? I don't do that no more. But, but you, you came from, but you didn't go to. What's the use of coming out of Egypt and not going to the promised land? It's almost worse to be in the wilderness. Religious people are in limbo, judging everybody that's still bound, but you ain't in your promise yet. Matter of fact, they cried out to God in Egypt, but they were frustrated with God in the wilderness. So your spiritual condition is worse if you just stop and don't start. Oh, that's cool. Don't just turn from, what are you turning towards? Don't make, when you're living for God and you're coming out of sin, don't make, don't make your focus to sin. I got to stop that. I got to stop that. Okay, let me go. I got to stop that. I got to stop. Ooh, look at you. You tripping over stuff? Your focus is still sin. When you repent, it's like, man, what am I doing that for? God got so much for me over here. Your view should be how much God has in store for you. Prodigal son snapped out of the pit, man, because he thought about how good it was with the father, not how bad it was in the pit only. 
David, I like using David for this. I like using David for this, right? So David is a, a little young boy, and he's been anointed king. And he comes to bring his brothers literally cheese sandwiches. Six minutes. Dougie Fresh, you're on. <laughs> Excuse me. Everybody viewing online, God bless you. I am saved. <laughs> David is bringing, literally bringing his brothers cheese sandwiches to this big old war. This big Goliath has been taunting Israel for 40 days. 40 is the number of the end of testing. So David came at the turning point. Sorry. I'm going to do that every time I say turning point. Y'all ain't got to do nothing. That's me. David came on the 40th day, the end of testing. Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days, right? The, uh, uh, it rained 40 days, 40 nights for, for, for Noah and the ark. 40 is the number of the end of testing. I told my wife, she turned 40 this year. I said, welcome. You passed. Welcome to 40. You done passed the test. Now at 80, you're going to pass another one. We're going to be on a yacht somewhere, though, in the name of Jesus. So David comes up, and he's like, hey, um, what's going on? What? Yo, man, back up, back up, little boy, young boy. He's 17, he's a little young boy. Back up, young boy, back up. This big Goliath talking about, he's going to kill us, and whoever wins, we got to serve them. They, they're going through with him. And it was like, he was like, uh, well, what shall be done? Well, if you beat Goliath, you get riches, you marry the king's daughter, and your whole house is free. Oh, really? Man, so, so who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What, tell me again, what's the reward? Tell me again, tell me again. Because sometimes you fight because you know the reward. Before David slung his sling, he said, hold on, hold on, what's the reward again? See, there are certain things you'll be willing to fight if you know the reward on the other side. You'll fight lust and not sleep with them because you know the on the other side is quiet. You, you'll fight things if you know the reward. It's not just enough to know it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. No, there's a reward connected to it being right. I'm about to run around this whole church. Live, fight, because you know the reward. I know at work you feel like slapping somebody in the face, but hold your peace because the reward is God will fight your battles for you. <laughs> Woo! I got to have an incentive. He said, what's the reward again? And they said, yo, they repeated the same thing. So, Eliab, the next, the next verse. And Eliab, his eldest brother, look at this. He heard when he spake to the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why are you here? Or his words, why camest thou to hither? <laughs> I want to kind of bring it to. <laughs> why are you here? And who did you leave those little few sheep with? Being sarcastic. You know your job is to watch those 12 sheep. What you doing down here in the middle of a battle? Why are you down here? Look at the haters, y'all. Y'all see this? He said, I know your pride. In other words, you think you're the man. I know why you're down here. You just came down here so you can see the battle. And David said, what have I done? Is there not a cause? In other words, this, this giant is causing a disruption in the whole kingdom, and nobody's doing anything about it. Maybe you got to be the one to address the Goliath in your family. Liv, I'm going to talk to you. I know y'all probably heard me say this before, but it's true. Maybe you're going to be the one. 
that attacks the giants in your family. Generational curses might fall on you. It ain't your fault, but you're anointed to take it down. So stop being so sad that my dad used to do this. My mom used to do this. No, I'm anointed to take it down. I'm anointed to turn it around. We had a long talk with the fellas yesterday. And a lot of what we deal with is from past experiences and past exposures. But God has given us the anointing to turn that thing around so it won't go to our kids and our kids. Man, I thought y'all would be with me, fellas. God has given us the anointing to turn it around. David said, what have I done? Is there not a cause? And he, thank you, Tim. I'm so glad you're here tonight. He turned from him, not just that, but do y'all see this? He turned from him towards another because I'm going to find the space that don't find me crazy. I'm going to find the audience that believe like I do. I'm going to find the crew that's bowed like I am. I'm going to find the squad that ain't scared like me. I'm going to find my crew. Look at your neighbor and say, are you part of my crew or no? Because my crew takes down giants. My crew is not afraid of the enemy. My crew walks in authority. My crew got power. Find your tribe. Find your crew. Find your tribe. Find your crew. Find your squad. Turn from the haters. Embrace your tribe. Where my tribe at in here? Live tribe, make some. Everybody that's not scared of the enemy, let me hear your voice. He turned from him towards another, watch this, and said the same thing. We're changing what we say to fit the audience we're speaking to. Sometimes you need to find the right audience and say the same. I got witnesses here, my wife, my family, even maybe Joe Vita on certain cases and occasions. I, we had a Bible study called Word on the Street in Camden, New Jersey. Hey, Camden, I love you. <laughs> it, was, it was the right seed in the wrong ground. And not that I'm giving y'all half of anything, but there are some things I say the same thing here, and I see fruit. Yeah, yeah. The same message I preach here, and I see fruit. So instead of changing my message to fit the dead and the barren, I go to where life is and fruitfulness is. And I say the same. Even if you got to turn from your family. What up, Deej? Even if you got to turn from your family. It says David turned from him. Who's him? His brother. 
David had a gift. David had an anointing. And this crew wasn't feeling it. So you know what we do at the family reunion? We shut down our anointing. We compress our energy. We dilute our creativity to fit the mold of the lower level thinkers. Woo! But even if it's your family, turn from them. If they speak against the anointing on your life, David was anointed to take down giants and here's the family speaking against it. And here's another thing. This is the same brother who thought he was going to be the next king. Let's talk about it. Because when Samuel came to anoint the kings, he was one of the ones in the lineup. He thought he was next. Haters just hate because they thought they was next. Never mind. So now you, you coming against me, bruh, only because you jealous that God gave me the oil. Not that you don't have a purpose, you just don't have my oil. Can I say something to y'all? Can I say something? Be, 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 be mature, be, uh, be, you know, be sensitive, be discerning, but for the most part, you're never too much. I got to say that maybe three more times. I know what I'm talking about on this. You are never too much. If you ever feel like you're too much, add two more words. I'm too much for them, but I'm not too much. I am fearfully and wonderfully, all thatly, greatly, swagly, creatively, Functionally, fruitfully, bountifully, man. Tell somebody I'm never too much. If I'm too much for you, stop texting me. If I'm too much for you, stop calling me. If I'm too much for you, don't sit next to me. But don't shut me down. I got stuff to do. Don't shut me down. I was always too much. For every audience. Until. I might be too much for some of y'all tonight, but you up in here. Because you know you need to come up too. You know there's more in you too. I hope I inspire you. Never mind. Some of y'all looking at me like, I hope one day I'll be that free to look that stupid. Allow me to inspire you. I don't think too much of myself. I don't take myself that seriously. And I don't think about myself that much. I'm just here. I'm just existing. I'm free. You should be free too. Do something free and stupid right now. Ah, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Do something free, young, wild, and free. Young, free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Who the 
situation. It got quiet for some reason. So you don't want to do that. I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to teach you how to get your situation turned. Pray for your friends who don't understand you in this season. People who called you too much and I, pray for them. I didn't say hang with them. I didn't say go, I didn't say go to their cookout tomorrow. I said from a distance, bless them in the name of Jesus, just so you can be blessed, just so you can be free. He turned his captivity when he prayed for his friends. And he gave him what? Okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me help y'all. The Bible is not just stories. The Bible is a revelation of how God deals with you. So I know you see Job in here, but if you were smart, you put your own name there. And high five the neighbor say, I'm getting ready for twice as much. I'm about to turn into plenty. I'm getting oh, I'm forgiving my enemies. I'm praying for my friends. And I'm getting ready for twice as much. 
You thought you hated me before? Wait till the end of this year. Wait till the end of this year. Next one. Their weakness was, somebody say turned. Their weakness was turned to strength. The area you thought disqualified you was going to be the very area you're strong in. I need y'all to hear me. I'm closing. Their weakness was turned into strength. Watch this. They became strong while they fought. I'm going through this. I'm going through this. I'm going through this. God is trying to get you to become. They didn't become strong in training. Y'all feel me? They became strong in battle, in dysfunction, in the storm, in the pain, in the trial. You're getting stop, God. You're getting stronger. Everybody that's in a battle right now, I need you to scream, I'm getting stronger! Ah! I'm getting stronger! He's turning my weakness! Last scripture, man. When the Lord turned, the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. See this? Then our mouth was filled with laughter. <laughs> I'm telling y'all now what I know. Get ready to laugh at what you're crying at now. I will never tell you to throw your tissue box away because you're going to laugh just as hard when you come out of this thing. You're going to go from tears of sorrow to tears of laughter. I'm telling you what I know. We experienced the worst treatment ever the season before we came here. We were in Houston and it was horrible for us. We thought we made the biggest mistake in the world. We were crying, we were upset, we were mistreated, we was betrayed. Now, It's funny. Like you held me hostage because you thought you was all that. But God done elevated and it's funny how what was a huge blockage in one season is an anthill in this one. It'll always be a hill. You got to determine whether it's a mountain or a molehill. Start treating your mountains like anthills now because it's going to turn to that anyway. Are you hearing me? This is what I love about God. I'm closing. I'm done. I'm 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 Thank you, love. God said, I turned it. I like that. Y'all need to go home and just start turning some things. Just make the TV candy corner just to let you know it ain't the same around here. Just go to your living room and just turn the TV a little bit like this. Just so you can be reminded that God, he's turning it around.
Put your couch against the wall. Just turn it. Go in your refrigerator. Just turn the milk around. I don't know. I want to say this. I'm 13 minutes past my time. I didn't go too bad. He said, when I give you my spirit, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power to be I can't wait to do the bees. You're going to get power to be, not do. When you get the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God, you get the power to be witnesses. Both in Judea, Jerusalem, and Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth, something like that. God's power in your life is so that you can be a witness. And I thought about it. And I said, it's crazy that he, <laughs> he's given us his power and anointing and he's called us to be witnesses. Because witnesses don't work, they watch. <laughs> witnesses don't do it, they saw it. What God is about to do in your life is not based on your works. It's based on his grace. And he's called you to witness what he's about to do in your life. He's called you to behold and watch. See, he's saying you're healed. And all he's doing, all he's doing is calling you to witness your own healing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Malachi says, uh, uh, try me and see if I don't open the windows of heaven. In other words, what he's saying is watch. See, y'all not from the hood. I wish y'all was. If you pay your tithes and offerings, watch. Be a witness. You're healed. If you don't believe me, just look at your neighbor and say, don't believe me, just watch. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm free. Don't believe me, just watch. I'm provided for. Don't believe me, just watch. I'm blessed. Don't believe me, just watch. I'm restored. Don't believe me, just, y'all not hearing me. You're going to witness his glory in your life. You're not going to have to work for it. Just believe for it. Live, you have now entered into the turning point. Write this date down. 7-3-19. Perfection, completion. Watch this. Nine is the number of harvest. It's the number of judgment. It's the number of reaping. 19, 1, the beginning. This is the beginning of reaping for you. 2019, 19 is the year of the beginning of your harvest. So it will be wise for you to sow good seeds. Because this is the year you reap. It's not about what's done to you. It's about what you sow and what you put out. You have now reached the turning point. Father, we thank you for always having options. We thank you for never running out of choices, never running out of options or suggestions. You are infinite. You are eternal. You are from, you're from everlasting <laughs> to everlasting. And for that, I know I'm serving the right God. You are boundless 
And we thank you that I will never be hopeless. I will never be stuck. I will never be stagnant. There's always a way out because you're the God that never runs out of options. And we receive now the turning point in our lives. We turn from and towards expecting you to give us even double in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say, it's turning, it's turning. All right, let's go home. Oh. Man, this feels good tonight. I like, I like Wednesday nights in here. How y'all feel? Live, how y'all feel? Sunday, coming here turned up. Turn it. Let something be different now. I'm turning. I'm turning it. I'm turning. I'm turning. God's the God of a turnaround. Anybody in here, you're not saved. You don't know the Lord in your heart. I know there was a lot of yelling tonight. I know there was a lot of energy tonight. That's just us. That's how we do. You know what I'm saying? We love the Lord, and it should be a celebration every time. Because he looked beyond our faults, man. Continually sees our need. And while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He didn't wait till we got it together to be kind to us. He didn't wait till we got ourselves together before he loved us. While we were yet sinners, he loved us. And even when we fall and make mistakes to this day, it's under the blood. So that's why we love him. If you're not saved, man, it's the beginning of the second half of the year. You don't want to go without him. I'll just do a general prayer tonight. Lord Jesus, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray if we have not received you into our heart, if we have not repented, put on your thoughts about our lives. To repent means to put on your thoughts about our lives. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. It might seem good. It might feel good. Maybe it was good in the last season. But I put on your thoughts concerning my choices, my relationships, and my life. We repent tonight that we make you Lord of our lives. Everybody say, Jesus Christ, you are Lord of my life. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. We're going home. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.